Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where's the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Is your mother in the room? Why would she be? I thought I was talking to Cameron Fry. <laughs> Apparently I'm not. She's, uh, she's in Decatur, visiting her sister. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's not staying. <laughs> uh, I missed you, bud. I missed your face. Oh, you never see my face. Oh, I, I get know. it. I got That's it. Why I miss it. I, I miss it. it. miss it. <laughs> How is the weather in the old Cleveland? It's going to be really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's been nice up here, too. I mean... It hasn't been forty degree swings each day, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, things are good. Things are progressing nicely. Um, cool. So you got a list. We're gonna do a show. And um, should we start it up? Should we, are you ready to go? Yeah. All right. Well, hello everyone. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom Skull. I'm not gonna tell you my uh... name, my middle name. Alan. I'm sticking by Alan. Oh, you but... told me it's not Alan. I don't care. It's Thomas could... Alan Skull. Flows. I could see me as an Alan, like a pudgy Alan. You know, like Alan always, to me, an Alan always is a little pudgy, wears glasses. No. No? Alan Thick. Come on. Oh, yeah, that Alan. Well, he's always, yeah, he's that's al- a handsome Alan. He'll always be Mr. Seaver to me, but that's. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, what about you... Tim Allen? Oh. You went it there. It plays both yeah. ways. How am I going to? How am I going to get home improvement in my top five TV dramas? You how am I going to do it? Cannot. <laughs> it's not possible. I don't know. There's a. There's one. There's one episode. No, I'm nope. not. I won't. I won't. Uh, but you are James Eugene Doubt. No, I'm pretty sure you've guessed Eugene. Doubt. Oh, okay. I was going because Katie wrote in and said Eugene. I think I'm pretty sure you've said it. Oh. Uh, Okay, well, I'm, I know. I'm wrong. Well, you want to go for another one? You yes, because Joe Guy wrote in, and he's uh, always got some good ones. You are James Ermine Doubt. Man, nope. I think I do know it, actually. Do you? Why don't you say it? Should I say it? Or do you want to keep this going? People love no, this No, I segment. don't at all want to I keep know, this going. But the people love it. and and Both I, of them. All three of them. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, two of those people aren't us, so there you go. We know at least five people listen, so there you go. Uh, no, you're not James Ermine Doubt. We'll have to f- we'll figure it out next time. No, say it. What do you think? I was close with Edward, wasn't I? Yes, you were. Uh, is it Ed? It's not. It's not going to be like Eddie or something. You're going to be like, oh, it's not Edward. No, it's, it's, okay. a, it's a full name. It's a. It's a full name. Ed. 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 Oh. 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 Um. Edmund. Yes. 
No way, is it? Yes. The Thank reason I thought you. of that is because of uh, there's an Edmond in Oklahoma, and you know there we, is an Edmond. Yeah, in Oklahoma. and we have, uh, that's where my wife. Uh, that's where she lived when I we were yeah. dating. No way, is that what it is? Yeah, James Edmund Doubt. Oh my God, you just ruined a segment for some of these people. It was getting no. old. Though. It was getting old. It's no, time for a it, new segment. It was, it's time with his head come. Yes, <laughs> James Edmund Doubt. Is that a family name? Yeah, uh, James and Edmund were my grandfather's middle names. Well, there you go. Look at that. Yeah. Well, good, good. Which one was the doubt? Um, Edmund. Edmund doubt. was my was the doubt. It, well, it was it was his middle name. Oh, oh yeah, I said it was their middle names. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Edmund. that's a good name. I like is. that name. And. Uh, yeah, I could say my grandfather's full names, but I don't, I don't know if that's necessary. But, it's not necessary. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then James was my mother's father, father's middle name, my mother's father's middle name. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. James Edmund Doubt. Yes, sir. I like it. And another cool. connection to you and my wife, because she yeah, lived weird. in Edmond, Oklahoma. Spelt differently, I'm guessing, though. How's your... D-M-O-N-D? I think there's a U in Edmond, Oklahoma, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. You know, one it's, cares. Also a state that, it's also a state that is a town called Miami, but it's spelled Miami. <laughs> right, right. Stupid state. Uh, I love it, and I hate it at the same time. I love Tulsa, though. Tulsa's a great town. Tulsa's badass, man. I love Tulsa. Uh, all right, well, let's Has do it. Has its own time. It, living on it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do this show on Tulsa time? Yeah. Actually, I feel like if we did this show on Tulsa time, it would be like a three-week show. <laughs> it would, they, they, they're a little laid back there. Um, let's just do a normal show on normal time. <laughs> you can go so many ways with that. Yeah. Do you want to do I Central Time or Eastern Time? <laughs> oh, for God. Christ's sake. Let's just do this show. We, uh, we, are, uh, we are doing our top five TV dramas, Jim. And, uh, this save was, the drama sa- yes, this was for su- your mama. <laughs> this was suggested by somebody that I forgot to write it down. And uh, because we've been off for two weeks or a week, and and um, we asked some people, to, hey, send in some suggestions, and oh my gosh, people did. By the way, <laughs> and uh, and so that was awesome. We really, I seriously, everyone, thank you for that. And we 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 wrote them all down. We have them, and so we are definitely going to uh, continue to do you know do do those. But we have some news for everybody. I think a couple people have caught on though. We are going to do our show at least through the summer every other week um and uh jim i i I know you're happy with that i think i'm happy with that life is busy right now for both of us life is busy yes i got little league we had a first little league game last night how'd you do uh we won we actually we won and the kids did great which is i was so surprised because our practices all leading up to this game we're just a shit show. Like, 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 these kids are just driving me nuts, and uh, my son included. And uh, but uh, they did great. Uh, we had a great time, and uh, all the other team too. All the kids are doing great. And these are only these are five, six, and seven year olds. So it's like they're really, it's really intro league baseball stuff. And so it's 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 cool, and uh, and that they're showing interest in baseball, and it, and and so it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it was good. Nice weather, you know the. All the parents are there cheering on the kids. The kids loved it, and so we had a great time. So, But that takes up a lot of my time, Jim. And so I think this every other week thing is going to help us both out for a while. What do you, I, I'm, I'm happy about it. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm 
bladed. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, what do you got going on in your life that's so busy? Huh? Uh, well, I have, I have two jobs and a baby, so. Yes. Yes. Second job, there's, Jim. There's a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and people, most people know, but like your wife works at night and you work yeah. like normal hours, eight to five type job. And so it's like, you know, I come home and my wife and I, we have to, you know, tag team the kid, you know, the kid and, uh, you know, we got that parent thing going, but you don't have that right now. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. We're, we're like two single parents who live together mm. and, uh. Then I picked up like a, a steady freelance job. So at night, after I put the baby down, then I do some like freelance video editing right. at the house. Right. So um, it's not like a, I guess it's not like a second job, second job, but it's just some extra work I do on the side. Well, you know, it's, um, you know, and honestly, this podcast stuff is, uh, we love doing it, but we don't want this to be a job either. We like doing this, uh, and so we don't want to do it where, it's like, oh, I got to do a show tonight. We want to be like, no, I'm, I'm excited to call Jim and talk to him today. <laughs> you know, like, so yeah. I think re- spacing it out, it's a, it's a good thing. I, you know, every now and then people really like those show, the the movie reviews I do with my son. And a peek behind the curtain, I record everything at our house. So I, it's easier for me to just jump on here with my son and do something. So we might throw some of those in. I just recently showed him Back to the Future, and he won't stop talking about it. So <laughs> maybe we'll do one of those here and there during our off weeks. But it's okay. People will still be there, and uh, if you, you don't have to wait for every Tuesday. Now you just wait for every other whenever, right? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, everything that you just said. Yeah, that's why you should subscribe to our show, right, Jim? They should subscribe, so it just pops up when they're the show is ready, and so they don't have to worry about making sure it's there Wednesday morning. You know. I think a lot of people probably subscribe. I think right? they do. If you don't, you should subscribe either through iTunes or Podbean or wherever you subscribe. We really appreciate it. Speaking of appreciation, Jim, and we'll get into our topic here, but uh, we sold a couple more shirts, and I'm excited about that. And I want to give a shout-out to uh, listener Chad and listener Rachel, who uh, who bought some shir- bought a shirt, each bought a shirt from us. So, uh, awesome. There'll be seven cents coming to you very soon. So uh, <laughs> look forward for that. That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's really cool to hear. That is awesome. So thank you both. And you can always reach out to us. Uh, you know, we don't promote it too much, but we do have shirts, and, uh, you know, we can get them to you very quickly. And uh, so just reach out to us any way you think you should should reach out to us. You know, Facebook. And if you, uh, yeah. if you buy one in the city of Duluth, Minnesota, Tom will personally deliver it to your door. Yes, I will. Um, I will. And I will uh, – I do take I, – I, I have uh, – Never mind. I was going to go there with something about showing up with, you know what? I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Um, you know, one thing of <laughs> changing subject, one thing, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to and they sell shirts. And one thing they do is when you buy one and they're more, way more famous than we are, like, we're not famous, <laughs> but these people are very famous. And so a lot of people buy their shirts, but that, that host will call you to thank you. Um, and, uh, oh. yeah, I thought about that for like two minutes. I thought, Oh, I can do that, and I'm thinking, ah, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to – I mean, we really do appreciate it, but just the idea of thinking up, like, I don't want you to have my personal number, no offense, people, and Jim doesn't want you to have his personal number, and just trying to think up, like, I'll a Google right number. Now. I'm not scared. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you only have four numbers in your number. It's <laughs> yeah. one of those weird ones. You live over there on Briar, don't you? Right, two. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pool and a pond. Uh <laughs> 
But uh, so I thought about that. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. But I definitely will talk about it on the podcast and thank everyone like we just did. So uh, cool. What else, Jim? Do we have anything else to say before we get started? I don't remember now. Oh, gosh. I have missed I have plenty you. to say, but none of it, like, it would just be a conversation between me and you. It wouldn't be like anything that anybody needs to. That's how this all started, about. bud. <laughs> That's, that's true. All, that's, all. that's true. People like our 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 our, our dilly and a dally, and they like all that stuff. But that's all right. Oh wait, I okay, said no. Then I'll tell you something. Then. Yes, yes. Okay, and something I would I would have told you like when we end the show, I'd be like, oh, man. <clears throat> excuse me, I, yes. I almost died. Okay. I'd be like, oh man, this uh, this happened. So uh, real quick, because I want to get onto this list, but yeah. uh, you've been to my house where the nursery is. Yes, up above it is um, there's like a uh, a little panel that you can push up and you get to like the crawl space attic area sure so we've had this like horrendous smell in Uh-oh. the nursery oh no yeah and uh i was hoping like there wasn't mold in the vents or something like that so our baby hasn't been sleeping in the nursery and uh last week we had pest control come out and we have mice in the attic oh, and no. uh it's not dead mice we're smelling no 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 it's uh droppings and urine from the much very alive mice that are in the attic. Oh, no. So they set a bunch of traps. They're coming out tomorrow morning to check them and then figure out what they're going to do after that. So, yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what you want. That's what you want. So the smell the smell you would think would be from dead mice, but nope. Yeah, no, no. They're, they're definitely alive. Oh, I, had a, I had a mouse problem in one of my apartments in Tulsa, um, and uh, I have a I have a dog that most people hear on this podcast. You'll probably hear in a little bit when he walks across the floor. Uh, he, in his younger age, I, he was the reason I knew I had a mouse problem because one darted across the floor. I didn't notice, but he saw it and he ran after and caught the damn thing in his mouth and he didn't oh. kill it. Cause I ran out and I pulled him out. His name is Doug. I'm like, Doug, get off. And he dropped the mouse and the mouse was dead, but no puncture wounds or anything. I think he gave the mouse a heart attack probably from scared him so bad. Yeah, and uh, and then the apartment people had to because I had a couple more mice come in, and they're coming through like the underneath the kitchen cabinets or something. Whatever, you know, those apartments are made with toothpicks and stuff. So, but uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm so, I'm glad you got it taken care of, bud. I'm glad you got it taken care of. Uh, well, thank you. Yes, one other thing I wanted to mention. I know we we're gonna get to our list, but I sent this to you yesterday. A listener sent us a picture. She was helping her son with his homework, <laughs> and. The story, I don't know what they were working on because she just took a tighter picture. I think it was probably a math story problem or something. But it said Tom and Jim, blah, 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 was part of the, the story problem. And I'm like, no way. And so she sent it and she's like, you guys have made it into my son's homework or whatever she said. I'm like, that is incredible that we, Jim, now we're part <laughs> of the American education system. And um, I don't know if that's a good thing for America, really. <laughs> but, uh, I thought that was hilarious uh, when I so I had to sh- I shared that on our face our Facebook and our Twitter and stuff. But oh boy, we're catching on, Jim. We're catching on. You smell it? Oh, I smell. I, I smell sm- something. Well, it's probably rat droppings or mouse droppings. Or probably. Yeah. All right. Let's get onto our list here. Top to five TV dramas, Jim. This is exciting. We've we probably have talked about some of these shows here in the last year and a half. I would I would I would assume. So yeah, um, probably all of them. Right. <laughs> Do you want to start? Yeah, sure. All right, let's hear it, Jim. Number five. Number five. Pretty popular show. It's on the list of, you know, I think it's on everybody's top ten list of best shows. 
I went with uh, AMC's Breaking Bad. There you go. Good job. Did you? Are you a Breaking Bad fan? Did you watch? No, it? I, I. And you, we talked about this during our I think our finales episode. Never really watched. I watched the first season, and I've just never watched it. I got it, and I just haven't. And so yeah. I, I loved it. Loved every minute of that first season. But yeah. And the first season was probably like the weakest of really? all the seasons. Of course, of course. I yeah, stop but, after but I mean, that. Yeah. But it says a lot. I mean, because it was still. Awesome. It was still really good. Yeah. Um, it premiered in uh, back in 2008, and I didn't remember hearing about it for a little bit. I think I feel like it was like second or third season when everybody really started talking about how great it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, Vince Gilligan, who who made the show, I think he worked on uh, the X Files. Okay. Before he did that, uh, pitched it to everybody like every network who would possibly hear um hbo and the tnt fx showtime everybody passed on it he said uh that hbo it was the worst in uh, meeting he's ever had and it was like the the woman he was talking to could basically not care if he was dead or alive that's insane because and again what breaking bad came out in 08 is that what we said no yeah yeah I mean, maybe th- things were different from HBO maybe back then, but not really, though. I mean, that's just insane because you think this is a show they would eat up. Like, yes, we want this show on our t- on our. You channel. would think. Yeah. Yeah, wow. you would think so. But, yeah, everybody passed on it. And then uh, AMC was doing some really good stuff. They, it was – Breaking Bad was, like, at the sort of at the beginning of them really getting into drama. You know, they had um, – they had Mad Men, which was a huge hit for them, and The Walking Dead, and then I feel like the trifecta is is Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, let's see here. The DEA were actually consultants on the show, nice, so that they could get the meth cooking down correctly. Just and uh, that's awesome. <laughs> when we were in um, Oklahoma, I went down to for work. I went down to uh, Norman, where OU is. And we interviewed a professor there who was a consultant on all of the high school scenes. She was a she was like a science teacher or professor at OU, but she um, they, she was a consultant to make sure he was teaching all of his classes correctly. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So in her office, she had like a bunch of stuff signed by Vince Gilligan and Brian Cranston nice. and stuff. But that nice. was really cool. That's awesome. Um, the blue meth has. Rock candy. It, it, I'm sorry, you so could really good, it's rock candy. Uh, it? Rock candy. Rock candy. Oh, my grandmother yes. used to make rock candy. Oh, wait a minute, I just got an idea. Wait, was she making meth? Wait a okay, minute. Okay, I gotta call my mom after this. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> um, it's 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 such a great show. The the character development to me is what makes that show, and the mm-hmm. the downfall of Walter White from the beginning of this like just i don't want to use the word weak i guess but just this man who develops into this amazing criminal it's just like i don't know it's such a great show and and the downfall of him and i think the end ended exactly how that show should have ended yeah and uh, vince gilligan is just brilliant at producing and there's just so many small tiny minute details from books on shelves to just tiny stuff and themes throughout the show. And he's just really brilliant. And uh, now Better Call Saul is on, and that show is um, a little bit different, but also fantastic. Nice. Yeah, and that's uh, – oh, God, what's the actor's name? 
dude plays Saul. Uh, Odenkirk. Uh, Odenkirk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's his character from Walking or Walking Dead <laughs> from Breaking Bad, but from um, Breaking Bad, yeah. yeah. And it's like a precursor. It's it's a, a prologue to Breaking Bad. It's how okay. he got to be who he is nice. in that show. That's awesome. Has he made a uh, cameos or anything? It's just it's just all about Odenkirk, right? It's no there's no uh, yeah Walter White. Okay. No, um, no Walter White. There's a, there's other characters in Breaking Bad okay. that you get to see build up how they became who they are. That's awesome. But uh, Walter White at this point, like if if you had a side storyline going on, he would just be like a normal high school science teacher. Nice. At this point. Um, where one really, and I don't want, again, I don't watch the show. Um, one quick thing about Brian Cranston, it's, uh, and he's another one who has proven like the guy is hilarious. You see him in interviews and stuff. He's really funny. And of course he was the dad on Malcolm in the middle, which is a comedy show. And he was professor or not professor, the dentist, Dr. Watley on Seinfeld, who is hilarious. Yeah. It's these, these, these comedic actors, um, can just, they are so good at drama. It's insane. And yeah. he's, he's I, I think... one of them. Yeah. I think comedians can be good at drama, but it's harder for a dramatic actor to be good at comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I just feel like it would be. I I feel like it. I mean, comedy's all about timing. I mean, obviously we have horrible timing and we're not funny here on this show. What? uh, What? Um, yeah, but you're right. You're right. It's just like they can, I don't know. They're just comedians make the best dramatic actors. I just, I think that, and I believe that. So, um, good pick, Jim. Good pick. A school teacher, cancer, desperate for money. Okay, we're done here. Roped into working for, unable to even quit. You told me that yourself, Walt. Jesus, what was I thinking? Walt, please, let's both of us stop trying to justify this whole thing and admit you're in danger. Who are you talking to right now? Who is it you think you see? Do you know how much I make a year? I mean, even if I told you, you wouldn't believe it. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to. So let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. What's your number five, eh? Eh? Uh, my number five. You talking to my Canadian friends, eh? Um, eh? Eh. Uh, oofta. oofta. There you go. That's Minnesotan. Oofta. Or don't you know? You guys say don't you know. <laughs> oh, yeah? Um, all right. Uh, my number five, Jim. I went with my my list consists of obviously five picks. Um, I have seen all oh. of my picks from beginning to end. I, it was. It's hard for me to make pick a show that one I haven't seen all the seasons of, even though I really like them. But on my number five, I made an exception, and my number five is Stranger Things. Oh, it's great. Yes, and of course it's not done yet, but the, and they are going to make a third season. But the first two seasons have been the, one of the most amazing shows. If I have seen this in its entirety and it's done, it might be higher on my list. But because it's not finished, I kept it at five. But my god stranger things on netflix is one of the best shows i have ever seen uh it's so much fun it's such a good show it's so dramatic the kids in the show are so good <laughs> at uh at the, what they do and uh they're and they they went through like 400 groups of kids 
to find the right for the foursome, you know, of these kids. Yeah. And um, I think I talked about this before. They had them read like uh, scripts from like Stand by Me and Goonies and and movies like that from the '80s to find the which kids meshed the well together who understood that type of what they talked about and stuff. And that's how they found the kids. But for those of you who don't know, Stranger Things is a uh, is it on Netflix? It's a science fiction horror drama. Um, it's on. It's on. Uh, it's co- uh, created, written, and directed by the Duffer Brothers, um, and uh, they're twins. Uh, I didn't write their first names down. Anyway, the Duffer Brothers. That's what they're known by. Um, anyway, um, and they they came up with this concept, um, and they brought it to around again. Like you said, no one was biting, but Netflix was like all about it. And this was kind of this launched. Netflix already had some like their own original shows, but this like put like the now Netflix is like the place to be for some of these shows to get their sh- to get their shot. And um, it was just a huge success. The first season was released in July of 2016. Um, the only big big name star people know is Winona Ryder. She plays the, the mom of one of the the, the kids. And um, but the other people are you know David Harbour. The kids, Finn Wolford, Miley Brown, Bobby, Miley Bobby Brown, not Bobby Brown, Miley Bobby Brown, uh, Gaten Mazzarono and Caleb McLaughlin and uh, Natalie Dyer, and um, but those are all like they're an unknown at the time. Now everyone knows who they are, but um, it's just a cool show, and it's it revolves around this small town, Hawkins, Indiana, and this one of the four kids goes missing. One of the, their friends, and these kids are like the nerds. They not nerds but like yeah they're like the nerdy kids they're they like dungeon dungeons and dragons and the movie kids and and uh one kid goes missing and um the whole season is they're trying to figure out what's going on and then they realize there's this crazy stuff going on in town and uh there's always a research facility next to this small town and that's what (laughs) they find out there's some weird stuff going on and uh we got introduced to what's called the upside down if you haven't want to know what that is you have to watch the show but it's just so cool, and you watch the show, right, Jim? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's fun. It's it's full. You know, obviously, I love it for many reasons, but it's just full of nostalgic stuff because it's set in the '80s, and you know, the, even in the second season, I think the first episode, I think it was the first episode, one of the episodes, they kids are dressed as the Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. just it's just dripping with nostalgia, and uh, I even think in the second, I think you and I talked about in the second season, it gets a little too much on the nose by adding like Paul Reiser and uh, Sean Astin to the cast. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. all right, you know, but it's still great. And um, it's, it's so, it's dramatic. I mean, you feel for these kids. They have the, they have a great relationship. They're like best friends, kind of like in stand by me or Goonies, but uh, um, you feel bad. This mom is searching for her lost son and, and you know there's crazy stuff happening to him it's it's quite dramatic um but it's just it's so good and it's um i mean i don't know what else to say about it that i just love it um do you what do you what do you got on it jim um yeah i mean it's it's just a great show it's a mix between like the goonies and the x-files and yeah um the writing's great the kids the acting is great it's just such a really cool concept and and like you said it hits on the nostalgia aspect of it too right so they play at arcades and you know that yeah it appeals to the people that kind of like that show too because the boys are in av club and they're kind of dorky and i just feel like people that are really into that show can relate to these kids quite a bit too definitely um yeah it's 
yeah, I forgot, you know, about the arcade, hanging out at the arcade and stuff, and it, I just love it. It it just shows it, it. It's really cool how they show the relationship between these four kids and it, and um, you kind of like. I'm sure everyone can watch it and go, oh, that's kind of like my friend and you know and so and so back when we were younger and this and that and so it really it does kind of touch hit everybody in certain spots. But um, it's a great show, man. It's again only two seasons in. The third season's uh, they ordered the third season December of this last year, um, and it should be coming out. They've already started production. Uh, and they're going to come up with another eight episodes. And uh, But they've, the, the Duffer Brothers, who've created it, has also said it's going to likely end after the fourth or fifth season. Um, and uh, I like that they have an ending in mind and stuff like that because sometimes these shows can get a little too long. But, um, yeah, and it's up for a bunch of awards. I think it was one of the first Netflix series ever to win an Emmy. Was it, I think it was an Emmy or a Screen Actors Guild. But either one, it's, you know... And now Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, those are the places to go to get some of your shows made, uh, along with like HBO and Showtime. So, um, yeah, good stuff. If you if you haven't watched it and you have Netflix, there's no reason to not watch it. It's eight. There each season's eight episodes. You can fire through them, and you're gonna just want to watch them, binge watch them. You're like, oh my god, I gotta watch these. And so, yeah, I love that show, man. Excited for the third season. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, That's a great pick. All right, thank you. Without Lucas, you should have shaken my hand. He's just jealous. What are you talking about? Sometimes your total obliviousness just blows my mind. He's your best friend, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's fine. I get it. I didn't get here until the fourth grade. He had the advantage of living next door, but none of that matters. What matters is that he is your best friend. And then this girl shows up and starts living in your basement, and all you ever want to do is pay attention to her. That's not true. Yes, it is. And you know it, and he knows it, but no one ever says anything until you both start punching and yelling at each other like goblins with intelligence scores of zero. Now everything's weird. He's not my best friend. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he is, but so are you, and so is Will. Can't have more than one best friend. Says who? Says logic. Why call bull on your logic? Because you're my best friend, too. Okay. All right, man. What's your uh, number four? Uh, I talk about this show all the time. Yeah? Uh, it's Friday Night Lights. Ah, I thought this would be higher Friday on your list. <laughs> yeah, it, it is one of my all-time favorite shows, but there are a couple more that I, I, sure. I like more than this particular show. But um, I'm trying to pick a couple things that I haven't said before on the show about Friday Night Lights. If you haven't seen it, just watch it. If you... Like, it's so much more than just, like, a high school football show. Right. So, give it a chance. Uh, Taylor Kitsch is one of the bigger actors in the show. And um, apparently he did his uh, audition tape drunk, <laughs> which, would, nice. which would be his character, Riggins, or how he portrayed his character, mm-hmm. Tim Riggins, on the show. So he uh, drank Lone Star Beer. Nice and good stuff. Did the whole thing drunk and and uh, Peter Berg, it was a hit with Peter Berg and he got the gig. Uh, Minka Kelly uh, was you. You didn't really watch the show, did you? No, not much. I, I've seen the movie, um, read the book, or yeah, did I read the book? I, I'm aware of the book. <laughs> I can't remember now. I feel, feel like you know I read that there the, is I've, a yeah, book. I've read that. I feel pretty sure I read the book, uh, but the movie I've seen, and uh, I, I've seen bits and pieces of the TV show, and I feel like I know okay. a lot of it because you love it so much, and I love listening to you talk about it. So, 
<laughs> well, uh, Minka Kelly plays like a very um, wholesome girl on the show, mm-hmm. but she auditioned for the other girl on the show, which is a little bit more wild and didn't get that part. Um, Jason Street, who's uh, the quarterback who gets paralyzed, was based on a real person in Texas uh, named David Edwards, who um, was paralyzed from the neck down from an injury in 2003 in Peterburg, um, based basically the whole show around that. And unfortunately, he died um, just before his 21st birthday in 2008. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Football, huh? Yeah. Sports. 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 Uh, Kyle Chandler. Yes. Did his uh, his audition for the coach um, hungover. (laughs) What's what's these people? He had been out. (laughs) I know he'd been out drinking with uh, some of his friends for like three days, and then showed up to the audition. And Peter Berg was like, "Yep, you look like a high school football coach. You got the job." Wow. Like a high school football coach maybe in Minnesota, but Texas, they take it pretty seriously. (laughs) So when when the cast was set and Connie Britton um, got the job as the coach's wife, Mm -hmm. the two of them drove from L.A. to Austin together in the car to bond and to get to know each other. Nice. Um. No, Peter Berg said that he thought it was going to be a terrible idea and that they were going to have this affair and Kyle Chandler's marriage would be over by the time they got to Austin. But <laughs> it, it paid off. Like they, You can tell they're really good friends and they really connect. Uh, their relationship on the show is amazing. Yeah. Kyle Chandler's still married, by the way. Two kids. Just you know a lot about Kyle Chandler. I just looked it up because I had to... Th- I thought of a question about him, but anyway, keep going. Okay. <laughs> but I did when she said that, I'm like, I should see if he's divorced. Oh, he's still married to Ka- yeah, Catherine, married. his wife Catherine. So oh, Kathy, Kathy, I call her. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he does too. Uh, he, uh, Kyle Chandler, worked as a volunteer firefighter mm-hmm. while working on the show because it's all shot in Austin, Texas. That's cool that he yeah. worked as a volunteer firefighter. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, see, Michael B. Jordan is in the show. He was also in uh, first season of The Wire, and then he went on to do. Um, gosh, he's done a ton of things. He was just in Fahrenheit 451 on HBO, and then he did uh, the last Rocky movie. And I mean, he's been in like everything. Yeah, he said he's really hit, in the movies now. Yeah, you mentioned the Rocky movie and stuff, and or was it Creed or whatever? But um, Creed, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Creed. Yeah, cool. Um, that's about all I got, man. I was just trying to find the little little things here and there that I yeah. hadn't talked about on the show before. I'm a big Connie Britton fan. Um, oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, she's, uh, she, I, I like her in, uh, God, what's that show? I didn't put it on my list. Um, oh, I only watched the first or second, two seasons of it. Nashville? No, no, I didn't. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) No, the, the, um, the scary one on FX. Oh, for crying out loud. American Horror Story. American Um, Horror Story? Yeah. And I only watched the first two seasons of that. And, uh, she, she's, uh, she's the, wife in the first I mean, she's just awesome she's a great actress yeah. i like her a lot so yeah she's great but uh good man i like i i know i i gotta watch this series i just have to watch it because you love it so much i know i will love it um just gotta oh my god you'll love this show yeah i just gotta just gotta do it just gotta do it anything else on that nope that's it give all of us gathered here tonight the strength to remember that life is so very fragile we are all vulnerable we will all at some point in our lives 
fall. We will all fall. We must carry this in our hearts, that what we have is special, that it can be taken from us, and that when it is taken from us, we will be tested. We will be tested to our very souls. Jim, uh, my turn now, right? Am I number four? Uh, are you still there? You're number four. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you still there? Uh, my number four. I've talked about this show before, um, briefly, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's a science fiction show, science fiction drama, and it is Eureka, which was on. Oh, yeah, you love this show. Yes, it's a fun show, man. And, uh, it's got a little, it's like a dramedy. It's got comedy and drama in it and it's science fiction stuff. But, you know, three of my favorite things, really. But uh, it was awesome. It premiered on Sci-Fi uh, in July of 2006. And it went for five seasons. Final season ended um, uh, July of 2012. Uh, so they took a little break in between the fourth and fifth final season. Um, and the show itself is based on this, it's a, it's a fictional town called... Uh, Eureka, and it's based in Oregon, and uh, it's um, the town is inhabited by almost entirely by these scientific geniuses that work for this 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 uh, place called Global Dynamics, and so all the world's smartest people work you know get hired by the U.S. government, Department of Defense, to work at Global Di- Dynamics, and they come up with all the stuff that. Um, you know all the technology, and so that's what the show is based on of these people. And so, there's, of course, there's craziness that happens, and they figure out new, you know, like some they figure out how to cloak a plane, and you know, just different science science tech stuff. But um, and uh, but this uh, the sheriff of town of the town, his name's Jack Jack Carter, and uh, he is not a genius. He he was just rolling through town, actually returning his delinquent daughter back to her mom in california and they they rolled through town and the sheriff at the time got injured and uh jack worked for um it was like uh like the fbi at the time and uh they he got roped in and became the the sheriff of the town and what what jack lacks in smarts but he's a really good detective and figuring things out so he always has to like help solve all these crazy problems that are going on and uh and uh, but and so he's kind of the comic relief of the show too. But it's uh, it's so much fun. It's just a really cool show. Um, there's always each season there's a story arc that's going on, but each episode is kind of a standalone itself. Where there's a, there's another thing that Jack has to solve each episode. But there's a really cool story arc that goes on, and uh, and uh, there's time travel. There's 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 love, and there's just drama everywhere. It's just crazy. I love the show. Uh, <laughs> my it's funny because I didn't I, when the show's aired. I remember seeing commercials for it, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. Never watched it. And one night, um, my wife just watched the first episode on her own, which she's not the biggest sci-fi fan or anything, but and she goes, you know, I think you're going like, to like this show. So she rewatched the first episode with me, and um, I'm like, I love this show. And then we watched every, you know, we binged it because we were like two, three seasons in before, you know, that when we started it. And so and we binged it, and we couldn't wait for the final season to come out. 
It was a great show. It's one of my favorite. I think it was on my season finales list. It's one of my, the best endings that um, a show I I like to think. And um, yeah, it's just really cool. Um, trying to think, uh, not a lot of like big big names in it. Will Wheaton. People know Will. The name Will Wheaton. He from he he's a, plays a character in the show. Um, you know, but the, it's just cool. The the biggest the best part is that he, Jack uh, has to have a relationship with all these people who are geniuses. And they don't have the social skills that he has, and so it's just it's cool how it blends together, and it's a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it's just really cool. Um, trying to think of anything really else about it um, that's kind of interesting to people besides myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, it's just re- it's just really cool. I just I just think it's it's a fun show. If you, if it's one of those, it's a yeah, it's a drama, but it's like it's kind of light, so you can really if you're looking for something that's not like you know where you're gonna cry every week like some of these shows <laughs> just it's a fun one to watch and um it's not too crazy with the sci-fi stuff where it's like it's way out of left field and i don't know what the hell they're talking about it's it's fun and jack actually plays that character where you that you are you're watching it and he's he's you through going through the character where or going through the show where you're like uh okay i would be like this guy <laughs> walking around trying to figure stuff out but yeah it's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of fun it's really cool um have you you've never watched it, right, Jim? I have not. Yeah, no, I I, I think you like it. I think you like it. Uh, a couple other quick things on it. Um, uh, it was a uh, it actually for a sci show on Sci Fi, which is not a huge huge network. I mean, it's a big network, but it was actually averaging three point two million view- viewers uh, per week, which is uh, huge for a show that's on Sci Fi. And um, so that's pretty cool. And um, in the United Kingdom, which I know we have listeners over there. Uh, United Kingdom and Ireland. Uh, the show uh, airs on Sci-Fi over there, but it's called uh, the show is called A Town Called Eureka. Not sure why <laughs> they just they added more words to the title, but that's what it's called over there. So, little fun <laughs> fact for you. But uh, yeah, that's all I got on it, man. It's just a really cool show. You got. You, I think anyone who watched it would be like, "This is a fun show." Um, the character of Jack is is a lot. It's really cool. So, that's all I got on it, man. Nice. Thanks. I think Murray may be onto something. <laughs> oh, great. So now you believe in ghosts? Allison, the disturbances didn't start until three days ago. Did something special happen here three days ago? Hmm? We reopened Section 5. Section 5? I hate that section. <laughs> All right, Jim. What's your number three? Uh, my number three is a little show... Um, I think it was on FX, uh-huh. and it's called Sons of Anarchy. Oh man, it's a good another one. I haven't seen all of it. <laughs> have you Have you watched any of it? Yes, and I love it. Okay. Okay. Um, I started watching the show on uh, Netflix, and. I I was into like maybe the second or third episode, mm-hmm. and my wife at the time, girlfriend, walked through and she was like, "Why are you watching this trashy show about bikers?" Like I'm not into motorcycles or anything like that, and she's just like, "What are you doing?" And she sat down and watched like half of one episode, and she was in like more so than I was, and um, she went back and watched the couple that she missed, and then she is like, "It's definitely her favorite show of all time." And uh, we caught up to, uh, I don't know, maybe the 
three seasons or whatever was on Netflix, and then we started watching it live. And uh, man, the show is just so good. And it's like, I know there's a lot of it that's like pretty unrealistic. Sure. Um, but there's a lot of it that's also pretty realistic. Like there's some of the guys on the show are um, Hell's Angels, and they're also consultants on the show of what they would and wouldn't do in certain situations and stuff. And um, man, it's just it's just so good. It's just so good. And then they part of the show takes place in Ireland too with the IRA and they're like gun runners and there's spin there's a spin-off show that's supposed to start up this year on, about one of the other motorcycle gangs. Oh really? That called them yeah, it's called the Mayans. Hmm. And uh, there's also been talk about doing a prequel called The First Nine about Jack's dad and uh, Piney and some of the other guys that started the club. So I hope that that actually happens. And Kurt Sutter started the show. He was, uh, he wrote for uh, The Shield. He's done some other stuff and he was really into, you know, this motorcycle culture. So he started up the show. So, uh, did you say the spinoff, the spinoff is going to be called The Mayans? Yeah. Is it set? It's okay. Is it set in 2012? I don't know. It's an odd, oddly specific question. <laughs> my, the phone cut out. It ruined my joke. <laughs> because of the Mayans in 2012. You know? It, it's. No, I heard you. No, it just wasn't I funny. Just Got it. All right. <laughs> it cut out on my end. And so I'm like, oh, I didn't hear my horrible dad joke. Anyway, I'll be here all week. Um. <laughs> Please continue. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to cut that out. I want people to know how stupid I am. All right. Please continue. Uh, Kurt Sutter. Yes. Went on to uh, Amazon uh, video Mm -hmm. and purchased 5,000 copies of one of the episodes because uh, Hurricane Sandy hit and a lot of people didn't get to watch it. Oh, really? So so he bought 5,000 of one of the episodes so that anybody who missed it could go watch it. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I thought that was actually really cool. Well, that's good. Cool, man. I, um, I was going to say really quick that, um, I haven't seen much of the show, but everything I've seen of it, I love, I love this. Show. It's just a great show. And I don't know why I've just never sat down to watch more of it, but it, you really should. I mean, it, it really is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's her name? Um, she was, uh, gosh, I, I blanked on her name. She played, um, oh, Katie Siegel. Oh, Siegel. She was in Married with Children. Peg, Peg Bundy, yeah. Peg Bundy, yeah. yes. So she plays the mom yeah. in the show. And she's also Kurt Sutter's wife in real life. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, and he wrote the part specifically for her. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to say things we haven't already talked about yeah. again on this show. Well, one thing I should say, you know, as we're, it might sound like, at least me for sure, struggling for some of my picks is because I don't want to tell people what happens in these shows because yeah. they're so good yeah. and you don't, we don't want to, because a lot of these people, a lot of people haven't seen Sons of Anarchy or Eureka or Stranger Things. You can't ruin it for these people. It's so good. You have to see it for yourself. And Jim, you don't you want to really ruin do. it. For, you don't want to ruin it for me. I don't want to ruin things for you. So that's one reason we're not saying everything about these shows. So, but there's the thing that makes Sense of Anarchy so great is that there's at least 
throughout the show's run, there's five or six scenes mm-hmm. where something happens where my job will literally hit the floor. <laughs> and it's such, it's just so intense. Like there's, if we rewatch the series at any point, which I'm sure we'll do, do from start to finish. Sure. Um, there, there's a handful of scenes that we won't watch again. Really? Like you have, you have to watch them the first time going through, but I, I can think of at least two that I won't be able to watch again. And they're just so intense and so, man. That's hard. So good. That's hard. To, that's that, that's what's hard for me with some dramas. It's like it's just too much sometimes. Um, I mean, the acting's obviously incredible in those scenes, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I have a couple of shows like that. Where like I, I don't want to watch that again. Not that part anyway. So, yeah. 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 Good. What? Anything else on it, Jim? Uh, the music's incredible too. Katie Siegel sings a lot of the songs, but a lot of them are covers. Nice. Uh, made into more like. Um, like a very bluesy sound and they'll cover like house of the rising sun and some really great songs, great music in the show, great acting, great storyline. It, it made me want to know more about that culture, mm-hmm. the the motorcycle culture. And I've read more books on it um, since watching the show, but it's just, it's so good, man. You got to watch it. So Jim, if you got a Harley, cause I'm sure your wife, you know, would let you go get one anytime. Oh, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Helmet or no helmet? helmet thank you okay <laughs> just wear a helmet people yeah <laughs> just wear a helmet yeah um do they don't wear a lot of helmets on that show do they well, some of the guys do yeah they do actually yeah, they do yeah, yeah yeah most of them do actually think of it don't yeah they i think have, they yeah. probably had to they probably yeah you're right probably, yeah, i'm pretty sure legal stepped in and was like no you're you're doing that just wear the helmet yeah yeah <laughs> cool man anything else on it uh nope nothing more sons of anarchy great show sons of bitches oh i mean anarchy all right got it all right man uh my number three um uh, i think a lot of people know this show i don't i'm not sure how many people watch it uh but it was actually on uh nbc uh and it aired 2004 to 2012 and it is the show called house uh, house oh, or wow, House MD. Really? Yeah. Um, house. Loved this show. Um, I There's so many medical dramas out there, just like cop dramas and firefighter dramas, and they kind of seem run-of-the-mill, a lot of them, to me. You know, I liked ER. I liked certain shows, you know, but House was different, and it was it was on Fox. I'm sorry, not NBC. But it's absolutely fantastic. Um, we, my wife and I, watched this show together and we got into it um probably the was right after we started i mean maybe like the third or fourth season and uh so we started we started watching it and and then um of course and then we went back and watched the whole thing but um it was just one of those shows it's like okay it's it's tonight's house it was actually appointment television for us even though we had dvrs and everything and uh it was a, it was a, that was always zatarans night we made jambalaya zatarans and uh <laughs> it, we, it was fantastic it was on for eight seasons like i said and the show is about the main character dr gregory house played by hugh laurie um who if you ever hear hugh laurie talk in real life uh, very British, very very, very British. British. Yes, very British. Um, and Dr. Gregory House is not. Uh, he's, and uh, so he's, his American accent for Dr. House is fantastic. Um, 
and uh, but it's about Greg House, who's a who's a medical genius. Um, he's very unconventional. Uh, doesn't like people, <laughs> but he's a medical genius, and he is actually dependent on pain medication because he has a hurt leg, and uh, so that's obviously a big part of the show with his pain addiction or medication addiction. Um, it takes place at uh, fictional uh, Princeton Plainsboro Teaching Hospital, which is uh, based out of New Jersey, and um, it, and it, it's house, you know, has a team. He has these three doctors with him. And, you know, people bring him the most, uh, he kind of gets his pick of cases to pick from. Like, uh, people bring him, like, I don't know what's wrong with my daughter. It's not this. And so he kind of, like, figure, tries to figure out um, what it is. And it's always some crazy thing. You know, they he sends his, you know, his team. The whole show is, every show is, like, they're trying to figure things out. He's drawing a big whiteboard and he's crossing things out. It's not this. It's not this. And then... Uh, he sends his team to the break into the people's house so he can find out if they're what they're what's under their sink and stuff. It just it's kind of a little crazy, you know, a little too much uh, sometimes. But I, um, in and then there's always a scene at the end of each episode where he's sitting there, someone's talking to him, and he's just looking off into space, and then something hits him. You can see he's light, the light bulb goes off in his head, and then he he's figured it out, and then he goes and figures it out, and he saves the person, you know. Um, but it's just cool. He doesn't care about people. Like he's really rude to everyone. He still does his his rounds, his medical rounds, <laughs> in the hospital because well, one I think he I think he has to. I think there was a scene that talked about like, he has to do them. But so he he does his medical rounds where he's just talking to someone about who has a who has a toothache or not toothache, but like a, a earache or something, you know. And he he's just so rude to them. And um, he always gets caught in like uh, coma patients' rooms eating their food. <laughs> <laughs> and watching TV, like there's a scene where he goes, "Why do they put TVs in coma patients' rooms? I don't get it." And he's like, "You're eating the man." <laughs> His friend Wilson, who's the who's what, another doctor, he's like, "You're eating the man's food." He's like, "Well, I asked him. He didn't seem to mind." <laughs> you know, the guy's in a coma. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just it's just a great show. And uh, he has a, a an on again, off again love. Uh, uh, you know, his on again, off again love uh, on screen love is uh, d- with Doctor uh, Cuddy, who's um who's uh, played by uh, uh, Lisa Edelston, and she's uh, she's the dean of medicine at the hospital, um, a hospital administrator. She always has to like defend his unorthodox style and stuff, and then uh, just cool. And his, his uh, best friend, Dr. James Wilson, played by Robert Sean Leonard. They he's the director, uh, he's the head of their department of oncology, and uh, he's uh, their relationship is awesome because House is not easy to be friends with. And Wilson, for some reason, him and Wilson are like best friends, even though they're very different people. Wilson's a very sweet person, and House is an asshole to everyone, but yet he will, he still considers Wilson his best friend. It's a really cool relationship. Um, and actually, throughout the whole series, you think one thing, you think the show is going to end one way, and it kind of throws you through a curveball, which is really cool, which I like that. And uh, But yeah, it's really cool. Um, uh, some of the people that you probably will know from the show... Or know now, Jennifer Morrison plays one of the main doctors in the early few seasons, and she uh, she went on to be in that uh, Once Upon a Time show and some movies and stuff. Mm. Um, Olivia Wilde uh, came onto the show, uh, I think the fourth season. Uh, she's become a big name, and then um, Cal Penn, I think people know him from Harold and Kumar. Yeah. He was on the show. Um, he left that to go serve for the Obama administration. He did. He did, and. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. That, no, I'm not going to go there, but I will say the show writers probably were not happy with him because they immediately killed his character with not an on-screen yeah. death and said he killed himself. 
And like, yeah, so, and then they did like a whole suicide prevention hotline yeah. episode and stuff. Yeah, it was very weird because it was like obviously a good episode and great what they did about suicide prevention and stuff, but it was totally obvious that uh, we're not happy you're leaving. You're never coming back. <laughs> That's kind of what they did. So it, yeah, it was just it was completely completely out of character. Right, and it was just such a weird episode. Yeah, but, his character yeah. was not like that, and he didn't see it on. He said, you know, they said he. I'll, I'll spoil it. They said he shot himself on that, and it was just a it was a weird thing. Um, but it's just a it's a great show. It's it was nominated for a bunch of awards. Has won. It's won a bunch of primetime memories, Golden Globes, uh, Peabody Award, People's Choice. Um, uh, the, yeah, it's just great. I, I, I don't know. It's just uh, House. <laughs> if you don't watch it, if you don't go back and watch it, at least just like go on YouTube and click like Dr. Gregory House best quotes. And it's just so funny how he talks to people. My favorite, one of my favorite things on there is how he talks to people who. There's this really great scene about how he talks to this person who's against vaccinations. Now, I'm not going to get into a whole thing here if you're into it, whatever, but he's very scientific. Like, people come at him with spiritual stuff and stuff on the show, but he, in his mind, everything is has proof and science stuff, you know, just like a doctor would. And when he goes after people like vegans and anti, anti-vax people, oh, my God, it's so hilarious. It's just so funny. But, uh, yeah, great. It's just a great show, man. Great show, and uh, yeah, that's all I got on it. Did you ever watch? You ever watch House, Jim? Oh yeah, I watched House and I watched Bones for quite a few years. Oh, that's one I never watched. I never watched Bones. I, I people love it though. Yeah, they were on like back to back, so I just watched them both. Oh, there you go, there you go. All right. Well, by then we are finished our Zatarans and it was time for bed, so we didn't watch <laughs> much. Hey, kids. How you boys doing? Uh, can we help you? Well, I certainly hope so. You know what this is? A uh, laptop. Password protected laptop that I need you nerds to hack into. Oh, insecticides or toxic cleaners. Check the bathroom. Who are you? Your roommate's doctor. You remember your roommate, don't you? I thought he just had bronchitis. That's what the morons at the Rutgers Student Medical Center thought, which may be part of the reason he just coughed up a lung. What do you mean he coughed up a lung? He coughed, after which the respiratory organ, which resided in his chest, resided in his mouth. Actually, his hand. Well, his mouth, then his hand. All right, Jim, what's your number two deuce? My number two was a show on the Showtime network. Mm-hmm. It's not Dexter. Okay. I thought you were going to say Dexter. I went with Californication. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is your number two? I thought this might number be your... Number two. I thought it was going to be your number one. Oh, I know you're no. number one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Californication, great uh, show. Uh, oh, my gosh. I love the show. I, uh, David Duchovny um, plays a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on Charles Charles Bukowski. If you ever read Charles Bukowski, he's just like a drunk, basically. Right. I don't know how else to put him any other way. But uh, he just David Duchovny's character in this uh, is Hank Moody, and he wrote one hit novel, and is just kind of riding that wave. And um, he's just very dark. Yeah. 
and uh, doesn't he's just always cool, always even keel, right. no matter what. Right. And uh, Duchovny said he took the part. He didn't want to do another series after the X Files, uh, but he took the part because of the interaction between Hank and his daughter, and he really liked that. So he took the role because of that. That's although a, he that's kind of weird. He had <laughs> yeah, although he had uh, in real life gone through like uh, sex addiction counseling. Yes. So it might just be him in real life. Right. He's like maybe not even acting on that show. Yeah, I believe um, that kind of ended his first marriage. That addiction, didn't it? Yeah, to Taylor yeah. Leone. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it shows about him being a writer, um, his daughter, and the mother of his daughter, who was never his wife. They never got married, and it's just their relationship, and they're never really together in the show for any extended period of time. It's just them dealing with not being together right. and raising a daughter, and sometimes they're on different coasts. Sometimes they're not. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're dating other people. Sometimes they're not. And then uh, Hank's agent and friend and his shenanigans. But it's it's just really good. And the use of music is fantastic in the show. It's it's uh, it's funny, but it's very much a drama. Mm-hmm. And uh, each season has a different aspect of it. One one season he's writing a, a memoir for a rock star. Um, I think he writes for a TV show or something at one point. He's, mm-hmm. he's always writing something and each season has a different project he's working on, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's just a great show. It, it's, I don't, I don't know if it's more a guy show, but, uh, it's really good. It's, it's one of my favorites and I can watch it at any point. I can just throw on a few episodes and just burn through them. Yeah. And that's kind of how I've watched it. I never watched the whole thing. Um, uh, and it never really had Showtime, at least when this show was this show was on. So I'd watch it on. I don't know if I think it's on Netflix or something, or I've seen a bunch. And uh, it's such a it's a it's the character is so great. The character he plays is is fantastic, and uh, I I love it. That's a good pick, bud. I love it. Thank so, you, thank you. Yeah. Anything else on it? Uh, the guy who created it was a writer for Dawson's Creek, and <laughs> very and basically show. said. He basically said he hated what he was doing, so he created Californication. And uh, they also got his lawsuit from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, who said they stole the name from them. And then Showtime Network cited like a Vanity Fair article from 1974 where they used the term Californication. And And they're like, yeah, you guys didn't invent that, but they still sell it out of court. Right. Which is one of my favorite albums, by the way. I know. And, uh, uh, but uh, that's funny. They said a lot of court. Yeah, here's your money. Go walk away. That's what they told yeah, me. Yeah, basically, when I'm pretty sure you have a, a legitimate argument against that. But <laughs> right, right. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm not a lawyer. Uh, and that guy didn't like Dawson's Creek? I mean, Pacey, hello. I mean, I kind of love Dawson's Creek. I do, too. It's actually on my honorable mentions list. Uh, I do actually really love that show. <laughs> Spoiler, it's not my number one, but it is on my honorable mentions list. Um, I love Dawson's Creek. <laughs> We should do a whole Dawson's Creek show. All right. When I was in college, I would I would get done with like one of my like maybe like two morning classes or whatever and break for lunch and I go back to my dorm and watch <laughs> Dawson's Creek and then go back for my one last class. Yeah. Don't and don't don't feel bad about saying that. You own that. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I'm 
I'm comfortable with Good who I am. Good for you. All right. Anything else on uh, California Cajun? I don't want to wait. <sighs> don't I'll cry. I swear I'll cry. I haven't cried in a while on the show. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could tell an interesting story about me and my ex, but it's really just L.A. cliche number 4B. He was sleeping with his assistant. Oh, shit. That happens. His name was Ted. Your husband? His assistant. Oh. Well, that could be worse. Really? How so? Well, instead of finding out that your husband was gay, you, you, you could have found out that he was a uh, Scientologist or something like that. I'm a Scientologist, Hank. My number two, Jim. Yep. Uh, I mentioned this show before. I think a lot of people know uh, I'm a nerd at heart. And uh, as I talked about in these other shows, the other shows I just mentioned, a little sci-fi to it. And uh, I went with uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation. I wondered if you were going to throw a yes. Star Trek on there. Yes, uh, love the show, man. I I like everything Star Trek. You know, I, I like some better than the others. But this show, there's something about this series, this this series, this version of Star Trek that was just it was so good that I still continue to watch the episodes. They're on Netflix. I put them on at night. Um, I listened to a couple podcasts about it. Like, it's just, it was such a good show. Like, I know people love the original Star Trek and, and Captain Kirk and all that stuff, and I do. I love William Shatner. Absolutely. I, I fell in love with him with, through the movies more than the original show because I was on, like, syndication when I was a little kid. But um, the Patrick Stewart's version, you know, him is Captain Picard, and he's such a great actor. And the show itself is such a good drama. It's just about, it's not about space adventures as much as it's about humanity and and stuff they have to deal with and and they deal with people have real life problems on the ship uh, you know and they have to talk to counselors and they have parents on there and it you know it's just it's a good it's just it's a great drama just set in space in the future and it's so good it's just such a good show i absolutely love it and i mentioned that it's one of my favorite season finales or uh, series finales of all time which on that show i've mentioned star trek a few times but it's uh, it's fantastic. It ran from '87 to '94. It's created by Gene Roddenberry, which most Star Trek people know that he created the whole Star Trek universe. And uh, um, the show was so popular at one point. It was on NBC. Um, it was actually pulling in uh, 12 million viewers at a, at one point, which is the most of any Star Trek show has ever done. And um, that season finale, that I just, series finale, I'm sorry, that I just mentioned, uh, watched by over 30 million people. Which is pretty good because by the seventh season, I think people were kind of like, ah, you know, <laughs> what else you got, you know, and they didn't like it as much. But that the finale was amazing. Um, the show spawned more spinoffs, of course, and they're still making them now. I think the new one is called I haven't watched it, Star Trek Discovery. Um, not I, I'm not gonna get another app. It's on CBS Access. I'm just not gonna do that. So I'm not gonna watch it right at this point. But. Um, it's just such a good show, man. It's uh, takes place 99 years after that first Star Trek show I talked with, that with uh, Captain Kirk and all those guys, and um, like I said, it's not all about like fighting the Klingons and and Kirk sleeping with a green alien. <laughs> it's more about the, uh, humanity and stuff they deal with, and uh, and uh, uh, it's just cool. Um, it gave us some of the coolest. Uh, speak, but speaking of bad guys, it gave it gave us some of the coolest bad guys ever the there's one called the borg which is amazing uh baddie it was actually featured in one of the movies that they did and uh the guy named q which is like an all-powerful being it's just really 
it's just really cool and he really tests their humanity and he's he he they meet him in the first episode and he goes all the way through the show and it's just it's just really it's just really cool um yeah i mean i i don't know not to go too star trek nerdy on everything but it's just every episode is great i love all the episodes and uh it's just cool and one one main reason i like it is like not not to get all sappy here but like it really does you know i watch it because I like Star Trek and it's fun. I like sci-fi stuff and I like techie stuff. Like, but I just, it really does make me feel like I know it's a TV show, but it's like, there's a bright future out there. <laughs> you know, like it's they they're in this ep- show. They're beyond religious fighting. They're beyond, um, doing things for money, monetary reasons. And they're beyond that. And I know that's at this point in our lives, it's totally unheard of, you know, but it just, it gives hope and it, which is, which I love it. And that's what, if I'm having a bad day, I kind of, in thinking about like all this crazy stuff like going on in the world, like I can put that on. It's kind of, it's kind of nice. It's just kind of nice to know, like, well, someone out there is thinking that it could get better and maybe it will. And so that's, that's probably why I love it the most, but yeah, I love this show, man. Patrick Stewart is the man, by the way, and doesn't age, by the way. He looks the same as he did, he did forty years ago. But um, yeah, great show, great show, Jim. I love it. Yes, I'm a nerd. I'm a Trekkie nerd, but I love it. So yeah, I watched The Next Generation when I was a kid. It's a great show. It's a great show. Good. That's all I got on it, man. I mean, there's so much. I mean, it's Star Trek. You could, we could go on for. I could go on for hours. Everyone could, but um, yeah. If you, if you haven't watched any of them, jump on Netflix. They're all on there. It's a it's a it's fun. It's a fun one. So that's all I got on it, man. Uh, it's a great show, man. It's probably my favorite Star Trek. Yeah, good, good, good. Excuse me, sir. Am I intruding? No. Sit down. How well did you know Lieutenant Astor? We spent some time together. Not very well. How well did you know her? Why do you ask? Well, you just ask me. But why do you ask the question? Since her death, I've been asked several times to define how well I knew Lieutenant Astor. And I heard you ask Wesley on the bridge how well he knew Jeremy. Does the question of familiarity have some bearing on death? Do you remember how we all felt when Tasha died? I do not sense the same feelings of absence that I associate with Lieutenant Yar, although I cannot say precisely why. Just human nature, Data. Human nature, sir. We feel a loss more intensely when it's a friend. But should not the feelings run just as deep, regardless of who has died? Maybe they should, Data. Maybe if we felt any loss as keenly as we felt the death of one close to us, human history would be a lot less bloody. All right, man. We've uh, got down to the oh, the number ones here. But uh, before we do that, you got some honorable mentions you want to throw at me? Oh, boy. Um, remember Sports Night? Oh, man. I, I, do, I do remember it, but I didn't even think of that. Good, good pick. Yeah, I love that show. That was uh, uh, man, I'm blanking on the guy who made it. Um, uh, Sorkin. 
Yes, yeah. thank you, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, before West Wing stuff, yeah. Before, yeah, I used to love that show. It was only like two or three seasons. Yeah. Uh, Dexter, Mad Men, Spartacus, Mr. Robot, Shameless. I, Mr. Robot, I got to watch that. I've heard that's really good. So, it's fantastic. Um, the Americans were really into that's going to end this year. Okay. Fargo. Love Fargo. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so good. And I got really into the show Atlanta. Never it's, watched uh, that. Uh, it's uh, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Um, he's unbelievably talented. So, Good. oh, did I say Deadwood? Did I say uh, Deadwood? No, but that's another one that uh, I need to watch more of. I've seen bits and pieces. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one too. Um, I had it's a lot of the ones you just mentioned, and some of the ones you have on your list. Um, I, you know, I, I like the show CSI. I like the show, the original CSI. Up until William Peterson left. That's what I like. <laughs> that was a good show. It was kind of ahead of its time. And then they just got crazy with CSI Miami and stuff. But I like that show. Yeah. Um, Sopranos. I didn't put on my list. Uh, that was, I love that one. Firefly. X-Files. Um, Firefly. Good pick. Yeah, that's, I love it. it was, oh, oh, my God. Man. It was canceled after one season. Oh, just way why they canceled it was so dumb okay um love that show though um the blacklist blacklist fargo um pr- those are some of the shows that are on still that i can't i didn't want to put on my list because i haven't seen the whole everything yet um dawson's creek we just mentioned <laughs> um <laughs> walking dead um kind of fell off for me on that one but i do like it uh, you mentioned Kyle Chandler Bloodline which is on Netflix great show oh that that yeah. show was so good. Yeah, it's very good show. Um, um, and uh, one on here that uh, I think I know you love, and it was one season, so I don't know if you call it a miniseries, uh, Harper's Island. Remember that one, Jim? Oh, man, this show's so good. Yeah, I think it was more of a thriller than a drama. I mean, it's a drama, of course, but uh, it was a fun show to watch. That was fun. It was a good show. Oh, man. Yeah. I uh, love that show. And uh, – yeah, so that's my honorable mentions. But let's get to your number one, Jim. I hope I didn't mention it already. Uh, no, you have not. Okay, good. I didn't think so. So I think we've mentioned before, we based this whole show off of uh, a Rolling Stone article of our, their top 100 yep. uh, TV shows of all time. And when it got down to the number one and number two, it's kind of like arguing like uh, Casablanca and uh, – um. Uh, what was that? The Citizen Kane. Oh yeah. It's yeah. like it, it's always battling those two as the number one and number two movies sure. of all time, and the number one and number two on the Rolling Stones list were The Sopranos were number one, mm-hmm. and The Wire was number two. Yeah. And I remember texting you and, and our friends Ben and Paul, and I was saying, I kind of disagree with that. Right. I, I don't think The Sopranos... The Sopranos is not my favorite show of all time. No. It didn't even make my list, no. actually. Fell and I love The Sopranos. It it, it, it set a, a precedent of what TV should be. Yes. Um, but for me... Well, the ending was horrible, but there was a couple seasons in there that were just filler. Like, And there were episodes that didn't even need to be there, and it didn't advance the plot line, and nothing happened. Right. And because of that, I, it's dropped down on my list. And it's still one of the best shows of all time, but it didn't. it's not my number one of all time. Mm-hmm. The Wire, there's n- nothing wasted in The Wire. Like, 
if there's a conversation happening, it's happening for a reason. Yeah. There's never like a wasted word on that show. It's amazing. And The Wire is my number one show of all time. Period. Yeah. I, I knew it was going to be your number one. It actually said, when we were going to say, oh, it's time for our number ones, we're coming down to the wire. And I like, I didn't want to say that because <laughs> I thought I'd ruin your, <laughs> your, steal your thunder. Um, I, again, another one. I've seen the first season. It's incredible. I know I haven't, I know I need to see the rest of it. Everyone loves this show. And um, you're right. It's kind of between The Sopranos and The Wire for a lot of people. But I see The Wire pop up a lot more as people's favorite show of all time. And um, maybe not more no, more so now. I don't know. But oh, fantastic, man. Good, good pick. What, you got anything else on The Wire? Maybe you got you have some stuff on it? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was created by David Simon, who wrote for The Baltimore Sun. And he, um, he created... Well, he was—he had a show on HBO called The Corner that didn't last very long. It was only maybe one season. And then he, he wrote Homicide, uh, Life on the Streets, and that became the show Homicide. And it was just about Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And there's even, like, the, the opening scene in The Wire was, there's a homicide on the street, and um, the main cop in the show, McNulty, sitting with uh, a kid who was there when it happened. And it, he's having this conversation with this kid and that was a real conversation that David Simon witnessed while researching to do all this stuff in Baltimore Um, he says that the show the main character of the show is Baltimore itself so Mm. there's five seasons and each season is a different aspect of Baltimore whether it's the ports or uh, politics or education and it, it takes these aspects and wraps them into these characters you already know but it's heavily about the west side of baltimore and low income and drugs and it's just it's it's incredible it's not even so much a cop drama is is it just uh about sociology and and the class system in our country and it's just amazing and we were watching it um when i was in tulsa me and ben and paul were watching it all at the same time and it was when before like hbo go they had hbo on demand and they would only put certain seasons on. So we'd be at the bar like, okay, well they just put seasons one, two and three on, the, on, on, on demand. And we would be watching them at the same point. So then we'd meet back up at the bar and okay, did you watch episode 13? Okay. Where are you at? <laughs> and we, that's all we would talk about for hours at the bar. And then we'd go back home and keep watching them. Um, the, the people in the show, the drug dealers and politicians in the show are all based on, not one particular person, but several real people creating these characters. And uh, the main drug dealer in the first, I think, three seasons is uh, Avon Barksdale mm-hmm. and Stringer Bell. And they're based on real drug dealers and people in Baltimore at that time. One of them was um, Nathan Barksdale, who was a, a real drug kingpin mm. and ended up dying in federal prison. And his nickname was Bodie, and there's another drug dealer in the show whose name is Bodie. So he he just kind of like took different people in different aspects and created all these characters, whether it's uh, senators or cops or drug dealers. Uh, one of them, another one that he based Avon Barksdale off of, became a character in the show. In the fourth and fifth season, he's a deacon, and he was the real life one of the real life drug dealers in Baltimore at the time. Mm he hired real people from Baltimore. Um, there was a, a 
girl named Snoop in season like four and five. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she's just a thug off the streets of Baltimore and he gave her a job and she was incredible on the show. And, but she, when she was 14, she was arrested for um, like second degree, second degree murder. And then she was arrested in just a few years ago in a huge drug sweep in Baltimore. And, and I think she's still in jail for that. I don't know. So, um, man, it's just, I could go on and on and on, but it's just such an amazing show. Every, uh, I've seen, I probably watched it through three or four times right by now. I watched it through with my wife and I'll probably watch again at some point, but it's incredible. See that, that's awesome that you can, cause sometimes dramas, you know, the, once you know it, the whole ending, it's, you might not go back and watch them all, you know, and yeah. you can go back and watch this show. That's, that's just awesome to see that. I mean, it, it's kind of has some of the best writing ever on any show. Yes. Yeah. Good pick, man. I knew that would be it. And, and, uh, and you, you, I known for a long time you love this show and I love listening to you just talk about it. Seriously. It just <laughs> makes me excited to see it. So, um, good. Anything else on that? No, I, I could go on and on. So I'll stop myself. <laughs> All right. All right, Jim, my number one, I think you probably guessed my number one as, as well. Don't you think? Maybe, maybe. Um, I'm not sure what it is. All right, all right. Uh, my number one was a show on ABC, and it lasted for six seasons, and it is the oh. show Lost. Nice. Okay. Love this show. Um, I will say, what we were talking about with The Sopranos, that so, you know maybe The Sopranos went on a little too long. They they ex- they ex- extended some things, added some episodes that didn't need to be in there. I will give you that. Lost has that. Um, Lost initially was going was created and it was going to be three seasons. They had a beginning, middle, and end. They knew where they wanted to go. But lo and behold, ABC had a hit on their hands, <laughs> and they kept wanting to extend things. So they had to. They went from three to six seasons. So you know some episodes in there were going to be like, eh, this doesn't really matter. But I still love it as a whole. It's still one of the best shows ever has 121 episodes and i'll watch them all over again and i have been watching them over again uh i love it it for what sopranos did for shows on hbo and uh i would say the wire and some of these shows that we've been talking about these shows have really changed the way television should be and uh what what people i would say in our era want to see and lost is one of those it really was ahead of its time it's kind of one of the first shows to put that you, it's okay to have some science fiction, some spiritual, some stuff in your sh- in your shows, and be an incredible drama that people want to see and get invested in. And um, it, and Lost was that. I was hooked from day one on Lost. It one of the the the, the premiere of Lost, which was September twenty second, two thousand four, um, was one of the most expensive television pilot episodes ever it cost 14 million dollars just for the pilot episode uh wow. yeah um and uh it's incredible um it i it, it it uses the it was one of the I, I don't remember because maybe there was other shows like this but it's one of the first shows that you 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 meet these characters and you, you know of course the show if you don't know the show is that there's a plane they're on a plane uh, going from sydney australia to la 
and something goes wrong with the plane and it crashes and they end up on this island somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. And it kind of goes from there and ends up being, you know, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on and mysteries and, and um, you know, only certain people survived and you find out if there's, there are actually other people on this island. It's, it's nuts. And um, it was one of the first shows, though, that you don't know anything about the people. And each episode kind of would feature a little backstory of each of these people and find out, like, oh, this person's not a good person because it would show, like, a flashback scene of this person. And um, I know a lot of other shows now do that where they feature a certain person in each show. And um, I've, I lost it, I think, was one of the first ones to do that. Um, they actually did, and they would, and they kind of introduced the idea of flash-forward scenes, too, showing things in the future. Um, and yeah. ABC actually came up with a show, I think, was called Flash Forward, wasn't it? I don't, something like that. <laughs> they kind of spawned from that. Um, it's just so, it's just, I don't know, it's amazing. I absolutely love it. The first season had uh, estimated 16 million viewers per episode, uh, which wow. is insane for the time. Um the sixth and final season, you know, it, it dropped off because people were like, all right, just end already, <laughs> you know, but, and, and give us all the answers. But it still had 11 million per episode um, during that sixth and final season. Um, tons of awards um, shot entirely, mostly entirely. Some of the flash flashback scenes and stuff were shot elsewhere, but almost entirely on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. Um, and so just just the production value, just the, the picturesque view way of the show is it's just beautiful to see the see uh what the island that they're on and uh is awesome it's one of the by many people is one of the best uh ranked as one of the best shows ever um at, you know and uh which you know you can argue obviously wire and sopranos and stuff but it's one of the one of the best uh it's just one of the best i loved it people poo poo on the finale i love the finale uh i thought it was great i it it's not about the, the it's about the mysteries on the island and you kind of like you want some answers to certain things on the show and I'm not I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to give it away um, but it's about the people on the island and, and and you learn you learn all about these people and uh, that's what makes it a great drama it's not about the sci-fi aspect to it it's it's about like why is this guy like this why is he so angry and then you find out you get the all these puzzle pieces throughout the whole show and you figure out oh okay i get it now you know and it's 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 phenomenal um matt uh matthew fox who played jack who's the main character um was great like it's it, pro- it definitely resurrected that guy's career because he was what party of five and that was about it <laughs> you know like yeah. and uh so now it's party of five lost and that's about it yeah party of five anyone party of five. Oh, they're lost um yeah <laughs> uh amazing i love it i know you and i you watched it and i know you and i would talk about what was going on in the show a lot and uh um it's just it was just so good it just i i absolutely love it it's just it, i was one of those i'll go back and watch it all over again and i have you know so um what do you think of lost i mean lost is is it, it started everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it yeah. started what TV shows had the potential to be for character development. Mm-hmm. You have you have so much more time than a movie does yeah. and so many more segments that you can you should be able to do what Lost did. Right. Yeah, that's... Like, but the time... Yeah, go ahead. But by the time it was over, you had a complete 360-degree view of what each character was right. and why. 
and no other show has done that. No. It's uh, that's what made that show different was the character development and yeah. the and that's that is the basis of the show and what it took for them to develop each character and it took flashbacks and flash forwards and side stories Sideways, or however. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it was it's just mind blowing and that's that is the entire show is um just developing a character from beginning to end. Yeah. And don't worry about it, everyone, the dog survives. <laughs> if you're worried. There is a dog on there. Uh yeah, no, but you're right. What that's what I was trying to say is about the character development. It, it's just it's it, oh, it's just a great show. Absolutely love it. Um that's all I got on it, man. Good luck to you, James. Thanks, Doc. For everything. All right, man. We did it. We we did another show. I'm impressed. Got another one done. Got another one in the bucket. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna we're again we're we're sticking this to every two weeks thing. So our next show, Jim. What are we yes. gonna, What are we gonna talk about? We're gonna do cover songs. Yes. The best, our favorite, our t- I would say our favorite covers, uh, cover songs. And this was suggested by lots of people, by the way. So I'm not going to name specific names. Every, every time we asked, or, or I asked for suggestions and people wrote in, almost every other person said, you should do cover songs. So we're doing it. So All right. Yeah, cover songs. I'm excited. All right, all right. <laughs> and then we can fight over which one's better, the original or the new, the cover. That'd be Ooh. fun. Ooh. Getting all Maury Povich on this bitch. All right. Um, I don't know what that means. I, I have that. no idea. You're not the father. <laughs> you all, oh, I'll be your dad. All right. Uh, oh, <laughs> dad? <laughs> that made yeah. me feel really creepy. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, you're my best friend, though. Uh, all right, buddy. Where, where can everyone, uh, in the meantime, find us, hear us, find out how to get a shirt? Where can all, they all find that? Um, on our, our social media pages, Tom and Jim's top five. That's right. Uh, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Gmail. Yes. Tom and Jim's top five at Gmail. Shoot us an email if you want a shirt or just to say hi. Yes. Oh, I would love it if you just to say hi. Um, yeah, good, good stuff, man. I think that's, that's it for us. Uh, I think we should just, I think I should just call you back in five minutes. Yeah. Okay. I'll be here. How do I say goodbye to what we had? The good time that made us laugh, I'll wait back. I
Say.